Welcome to Lightness, a space where we dive deep into the realms of spiritual exploration, mental well-being, and the profound art of channeling and energy work. I am your host, Kayla Dillon, and I'm thrilled to take you on a transformative journey that intertwines personal stories, insightful discussions, and enlightening meditations. Join us as we explore the depths of the human experience, share channeled messages of wisdom, and embark on a path of self-discovery and inspiration. Get ready to ignite your inner light and embark on a voyage of healing and growth. I'm so happy that you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to season two of Lightness. I've missed you all so much. I know it's been a minute. I have been taking my time and just kind of processing through things and giving myself, you know, space and time and grace, which we all should give ourselves those moments in time. I've also been learning a lot about um, being a projector in human design. If you're not familiar with human design, it's fascinating. It's a mixture of astrology, I Ching, I think the Kabbalah, I want to say. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but as a projector, um, I am, I have messaging for certain people. So if you're here and you resonate, you're probably one of those people, right? Um, And my purpose as a projector is to guide and lead and kind of just be a reflection for things kind of going on to kind of get other people to think or to learn different things. And that's um, kind of what a projector is. And with projector energy, it has highs and lows and the definite need for rest, lots and lots of rest, and not forcing it, which I found in the past I've done quite a bit. And when I feel I'm forcing things, I don't necessarily get the outcome that I want, right? Because it's very ego related. It's very like, I need this to happen. Um, We've kind of talked about the ego in last season, wanting to align with conditions, right? And wanting to hold on to things. And it's not, the ego is not bad. It's just, that's what it knows how to do. And so we have to kind of reprogram and reprocess all this stuff. But all that to say, um, pushing and forcing is not my jam. And so I've been kind of, uh, playing around with this type of energy because it's very different than what like mainstream media is talking about, right? Like we live in a hustle culture. We live in a um, go, 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 do, 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 produce, produce, produce. And as projectors, if you're a projector as well, that isn't our, that's not the way that our system works. (laughs) Our system is made to, you know, share when we are invited to, so to speak, right? Like when our people are here, we share when we feel called and those who resonate are the ones that it's for, right? We're not for everybody. Um, But forcing actually has this like opposite effect of increasing bitterness because 
what most likely is going to happen is I'm going to force, I'm not going to get the outcome that I want, and then I'm going to feel bitter for not getting the outcome that I want. So (laughs) we're taking that time and we are, are going at a slow pace and that's fine, right? I've definitely felt this like ego story, fear story coming up like, oh my gosh, if I take a break, you know, what's going to happen? And that's all just illusion, you know? (laughs) So yeah, here we are again, and I'm super excited that you're here. And I think this season I'm going to go more in depth in just the topics that I really, really find interesting and that I really love. So astrology, human design, Reiki, um, oracle cards, all those types of things, energy healing in general, and the power that we hold as multidimensional beings that we maybe aren't even aware of due to X, Y, and Z things, right? Culturally, societal norms, um, things that we are made to believe within our humanness that maybe limit us pretty extremely, right? Um, So yeah, this season is going to be kind of like a mixture of all of those things. And I'm really, really excited. I'm just trying to lean into my joy and what, what lights me up, what makes me happy. And these are just my, you know, personal experiences with things. And so you know, I have a lot of experience with these things, but I wouldn't necessarily consider myself an expert in in them, and that's okay. Um, but hopefully these things, you know, resonate with you, and um, it's a continual practice, right? There's not necessarily mastery. There can be, I guess, in some people's opinion. However, I think just like anything, there's constant growth. There's constant learning. There's constant this and this and this, right? Um, Which makes it exciting and it makes it interesting um, and it develops this communication of, oh, that's how you do that. This is how I do that. And then kind of this collaboration effect of kind of, pulling and taking little pieces from different areas. Like maybe you have seen another creator reading Oracle cards a certain way, right? And then you see how I do it. And then you kind of come up with your combination between the two. And I think that's the beautiful thing about life in general, right? Is that there's no set way of doing things. Uh, We can pull and take and, you know, create our own way of being, which is exciting. So I hope for this season, a few takeaways are just finding the things that you resonate with. And if there are certain episodes that you don't, that's okay, right? Just find the ones that you do and that are impactful for you and lean into those. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm on this, um, what do I want to call it? Like an expansion of my spiritual practice currently. (laughs) 
I have decided to move in the direction of my Reiki master certification. Yay! I finally felt super ready to do this. Um, So a little bit of background about my one and two. I originally got certified in Reiki one and two in Las Vegas. And I had moved to Las Vegas. If you had listened to last season, I had moved to Las Vegas. um, And I was just getting into my spiritual journey, just having like my spiritual awakening at that time. I was like 25, I want to say 24, 25. And I went to a Reiki circle. I think I saw it on maybe like Instagram or something. I'm not quite sure. Or maybe it was Facebook. I was really hesitant. I waited weeks and weeks and weeks. And then I finally got up the courage to just go. And it kind of catapulted me in this new direction of spirituality and and understanding like energy work and things of that nature. And I never, I was very skeptical and I've always been like a skeptic when it comes to like energy healing and woo-woo things and all of this stuff, right? And I was very much a like need to see it to believe it type of individual. And Reiki for me, I went to those circles and I did like a shamanic Reiki session. And that was interesting. So I was like, okay, what is this energy healing thing? Right. And so when I went to the shamanic Reiki session, I got on the table and I, I guess I really didn't know what to expect at that point. And I think this before the circles, this was like my very first experience. And it was at Enchanted Forest Reiki. Shout out Enchanted Forest Reiki in Las Vegas. <laughs> and I think they were doing like a promo or something. And it was like an hour long session. And so within this session, the differences were that they utilized like sound healing as well. So like using drums and like different types of instruments. Um I'm not quite sure what else that she did. I do like specifically remember her using drums and that was wild because it like shook the whole room. <laughs> you just like you're the, um, what do you call it? Like the art on the wall, <laughs> just like banging. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. But um, yeah. I, okay, let me rewind for a bit. I'm kind of all over the place. So apologies for that. But so like probably a month before I was like dipping my toe into spiritual things, right? And I went to this yoga studio for this like sound healing, aerial, blah, blah, blah. They had like these, um, like the stuff that you do aerial yoga with. So those like things that hang like those, uh, what do you call them? I can't think of the name, but they like hang from the ceiling. They're like silks, but you can like sit in them, if that makes sense. So you could like stretch them out and lay in it, right? And so I did a sound bath kind of like that. And it was jarring. Like it was my first experience. 
There was like the sound bowls, which were nice, but super loud. And then the drums. And I left there being like, wow, that was interesting, right? So then I go to this Reiki session. And the thing that really got me was the moment that she started at the top of my head, right? So in Reiki, you start from the top of the head and you work your way down and then you flip over and then you do the back top down type of situation. And for those who aren't aware of what Reiki is, Reiki is a form of energy healing. Um, it was, it's a Japanese form of energy healing and the lineage that I am trained in is Yusui Reiki, um, and Holy Fire Reiki, um, so energy healing is essentially with Reiki, it's life force energy. It's a gentle, subtle energy that helps to basically it's channeled through the practitioner. The practitioner is not the one in which the Reiki is originating or Reiki is an energy that is channeled through the practitioner through like um, their hands, their body in general. Like you can transfer Reiki with your eyes, your hands, you know, all of these, these things. And so it's just a gentle energy that helps to relax, support um, the client in their own healing process. So that can look very different for each individual and what each individual needs. And there's also like, you can't receive Reiki unless you allow it on a physical level as well as an energetic level you have to um be open and allow it to come in and if you don't want it you don't receive it right and so the reiki just won't get sent to you that's kind of how it works so there's this like ethical point to reiki energy that it will not go to you if you do not allow it So, um, there's that, but it kind of just aids and supports in your natural healing process. So that's a little bit about the Reiki, right? So back to, I'm getting my first Reiki session and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what is this about? And so she like does her thing, gets ready, sits down at the top of my head and places her hands just like a little bit above my head, not on my head, but just like a little bit away. And what struck me to this day, I remember just being like, whoa, I could literally feel the heat and vibration coming off of her hands onto my head. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, more so than like if your hands were just hot. I mean, like this was like radiating. It, yeah. So then she gets down to, there's certain hand positions. However, you don't have to necessarily follow the hand positions if intuitively you feel that you need to place them elsewhere. That's also okay. Um, but so she's working her way down and she gets to my shoulder and she places her hand and all of a sudden I feel this like well of emotion coming up to the surface. Um, and, you know, throughout the whole session, I started just, you know, going through my own process and relaxing and um, the drums, which were 
<laughs> like I said before. And um, at the end, what was so, so interesting, and if you're thinking about getting a Reiki session, this is something that is so, so important to recognize, is at the end, I felt so weird. Like I felt very ungrounded, very out of body. Like I did not feel good. And if you feel that way, you need to let your practitioner know so they can ground you. And I had no idea about this. I apparently just did not do my research. So if you have this experience, um, letting your practitioner know that you feel kind of ungrounded is really, really important in order to uh, help you to drive. Because <laughs> I felt very strange. Um, and another thing about Reiki to highlight is that there is can be a detox period after you receive Reiki. So this could look like having to go to the bathroom or feeling nauseous or, um, you know, whatever it is. That's your own system um, working through or processing through the energy. And generally, for me, I feel like that's a positive thing if it is to happen, because it just means that your body is processing and releasing energy that's been pent up and stored up. So yay. Right. So I had this experience and went to the Reiki circles and I got level one and two trained like right away. And I got level one trained and level one is all about doing like just learning the basics of Reiki and then doing learning how to do Reiki on yourself. So utilizing that as like um, like a healing modality. So you understand deeply um, how the energy works and um, because you're going through it, right? So with this, we were required to do 30 days, um, a 45-minute self-Reiki session on yourself every single day. And so once my 30 days was up, I like immediately scheduled my level two training and level two Reiki is again, learning more of the basics of it. And this is where you learn how to do Reiki on, at least in the program that I was in, um, allowing you to do Reiki on other people as well as learning the symbol in order to do distance Reiki. So another really cool thing about Reiki is that you don't have to be in person to receive the Reiki. You can be across the United States. You can be in a different country. You can be wherever you are in the world and still receive Reiki, whether that is like through a virtual platform such as like Zoom or Google Meet, or you can even receive Reiki not doing that. So a lot of distance sessions can look like, you know, you schedule a time with the practitioner and you can be doing your thing, you know, and still receiving Reiki. Or, you know, you can sit down and like meditate while during the time in which the Reiki practitioner is supposed to be sending Reiki and you will still receive it because that's just how energy works, right? Um, you don't have to be in the presence of it to receive it. And so a way that I like to explain this is, for example, energy and entanglement of energy, right? Is say you're sitting in your home and I know a lot of people have this experience 
and your phone rings or like you get a notification and a person pops into your mind or you have a thought that, oh, I bet this is my friend texting me or calling me, right? And then you look down at your phone and it's exactly that, right? That's energy, right? Because you're all, you're connected. Everybody's connected. And so that's the same thing with energy. We can send or receive. It's all about the intention um, and guiding that energy to that. We can also send Reiki to events, um, people, animals, that type of thing, which is also really cool. So level two, learning how to do it on other people. With this level, we were required to do self-Reiki once again, as well as so many Reiki sessions on other people. I think it was like like 60, 45 or 60. I can't remember. Maybe 60 is too much. It was a large amount, I will say, because it did take me a lengthy amount of time. So the requirement was that we had to do so many sessions on other people and we had to log them. And once you got to that, you got your certification and then you could start charging for your Reiki sessions. I think the whole premise is that they want you to really understand what, how it is working on other people and then come back with any questions that you may have before you get your certification type of deal. They want to make sure that you like fully understand um, and if not have get your questions answered, which is good. But so I did that and I really wanted to get my master level, but part of me just felt like it wasn't the time and space to do so uh, for whatever reason. And looking back now, I have this realization that like getting Reiki master certified would not have benefited me at that time in space. I've been doing a lot of like growing and learning about myself, self-confidence. And I feel at the time that I had a lot of ego within it, right? Um, Like I really based somebody's experience of my Reiki or what I received in terms of messaging and things like that, I really took that personally. So I really wanted everybody to have an amazing session and get these amazing results, which a lot of people did, right? And the thing about it is, is that you don't know on many levels if somebody is allowing the Reiki or not, right? The thing is, is that people are going to receive the Reiki that they need, the level that they need. And that, you don't determine that. And I think at that point in time, I did not have that understanding. And I think getting that master certification would have not um, served me in in a good way because I think I needed to go through these experiences of of taking the ego part, the humanness out of it and really focusing on the true purpose of it, which is 
for, you know, raising the collective in general, um, providing a service that is going to benefit and support other people regardless of what I think the outcome should be. You know, because I think that just blanket over everything, I think that holds a lot of people back, right? It's this like, well, what's the outcome going to be? And is it going to be to what I think it should be? But the thing about that is, is that there's things you can't see. There's things you don't know. So if you don't offer the offer your authentic self, or maybe what you have to offer, you could be doing yourself a disservice as well as the world a disservice because there is a level of unseen things that we have no idea, right? Like, for example, you go out and you go get your morning coffee and you decide to go in to get your coffee versus going through the drive-thru and you run into somebody and you smile at them and they may be having a bad day. And you don't know the, what the effect of that was on their day, right? So it's just like showing up anyway and not holding on to the outcome of what you think it should be. Yeah. So all that to say, <laughs> I <laughs> decided to move forward with my Reiki Master certification so I'm super excited about this because it allows me, the master certification allows me to teach other people, which I am just so excited about. And I think I've finally gotten to this point where I'm ready to kind of take on a teacher role because I think for a very long time, I've questioned like, what do I have to share? What do I have to teach? Is it enough? Is it good enough? Blah, 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 right? And now I'm kind of seeing that, no, like what I have to say is valuable. And, and there are people who benefit from the things that I share. And so I'm very excited to see how it all pans out. I'm learning so, so much. This is, so I'm not doing it in Vegas. I'm doing it out here in um, Alabama with Chelsea. You guys remember Chelsea from last season i interviewed her she's the she does uh, qhht and is a hypnosis practitioner i'm um, doing it with her and her mother-in-law debbie and they're amazing and i'm very very excited i've all already learned so much um in the first session um, which is another thing that we'll talk about um, maybe in the next session is protection and the things you can't see. Because I've always been very kind of naive about um, when we're practicing, when we are um, light, right? Uh, raising the collective, we are very bright. And there are things that we cannot see that maybe has some ill intention or don't want to see us succeed. And even though I've been learning, even though you can't see it, it's still there. <laughs> and so I think that might be a good place to start next time and go into that in a little more detail. 
Um, just because I think energetic hygiene and protection is so important and not talked about enough. That's something that I felt that I have missed severely in other trainings. And so I think just going over that would be helpful in different exercises and rituals that you could try for yourself to see if that helps. But I'm excited to continue to share this journey with you guys and everything that I'm learning. I hope to be able to pass that along to whoever may find benefit to that. Um, yes. But another news, I am now officially a teacher on Insight Timer. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably already know this, but uh, Instant Timer is a free meditation app. And I think you can get it on Androids, but it's definitely on Apple. Um, I think it is on Android. It's, it's got to be. But it's a free meditation app. They have so many different teachers and meditations, breath work, for sleep, for for whatever you may need, they have that. Um, I'm on there. So if you just want to search Kayla Dillon, um, all of my meditations from the podcast are on there. It might just be a simple way to just access those without the intro or, or outro type stuff of the podcast. Um, I will be posting all of the meditations and breathwork stuff that I create on there now, just because it's a localized spot. Um, and I just feel like it flows a little bit better, but when I do release new ones, I will, um, post it in the description of the podcast and let you guys know each week. Um, yeah, this new season may be, um, I don't know. I'm not going to set a limit on myself and say weekly. It may be every two weeks. It may be weekly. Um, I'm just kind of trying to flow where I feel sharing is necessary and helpful because I feel like when I force it too much, it's not the highest outcome, if that makes sense. So just keep posting for that. I'm so happy you're here and I want to share a message that I got from my Oracle deck. So today I pulled from my uh, angelic light work healing Oracle deck. I'm trying to find my um, little book here. So I pull, I wanted to pull just one card because normally for the um, podcast, I only do one card, but today this deck wanted to pull two. So we're going to roll with it <laughs> because who are we to set limits on those types of things? So the two cards for today are blessed with gratitude and finding what was lost. And so I also want to share the numbers of these because they may be um, important for some people. So blessed with gratitude is number 35 and finding what was lost is number six. So I'm going to go ahead and read these descriptions to you guys. And if you would like the photos of these, you can go ahead and just shoot me a DM on Instagram. Um, it's Kayla Dillon underscore. And I can send you the photos and the pictures of the description from the book. If you find looking at them makes it a little bit easier. But so blessed with gratitude says, 
Um, blessing your food helps purify the energies your body is taking in and is particularly helpful when what you're about to consume was prepared in unknown circumstances. Gratitude and compassion, especially for the suffering of any beings involved in creating the meal, open channels of grace. The indirect relationship you have with those beings can trans can be transformed into one based in spiritual light, goodwill, and a commitment to all beings becoming free and happy. You are asked to bless your food and water and to take care with all you bring into your body, mind, and soul. When something does not feel right for you, ask Archangel Uriel how to change the situation and trust the guidance that arises in your heart. There are endless ways to increase light, peace, and spiritual presence in your life and our world. You are encouraged to do so now in ways that feel good for your heart. So taking time to really um, protect yourself, bless the things that maybe you're consuming um, in whatever form and way that looks for you. There's no right or wrong way to do that. Um, Lastly, number six, finding what was lost says, from the perspective of the divine, Nothing and no one can ever be lost because all creation dwells within the realm of divine awareness. However, we might sometimes feel lost to ourselves, disconnected and uncertain about who we are and where we belong and what we're meant to do. At other times, we may feel that we have attracted lost souls that need comfort and guidance. Those souls can be in physical form or perhaps left their physical bodies behind and be making their way towards the spiritual light that calls them home. We may yearn to reconnect with talents and emotional states to reclaim a part of our being that we seem to have lost somewhere along the way. This oracle brings hope that anything lost shall be restored. All are held in loving protection of the angels. Mm, I love that. (sighs) Those are the messages for today. Love them. So blessing the things that you bring into your life with gratitude and remembering that nothing is truly lost and you're finding your way if that is how you feel. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in again. Welcome back to season two. I will catch you in the next one. I love you guys. Bye-bye. As our journey together comes to a close, remember that the wisdom and insight shared here are just the beginning of your own remarkable adventure. I hope that the discussions, meditations, and channeled messages have ignited a spark within you to continue exploring your spiritual path and nurturing your mental well-being. Keep in mind that you hold the power to create positive change in your life and the lives of those around you. Thank you for joining me on Lightness. And until we meet again, may your journey be filled with love, light, and boundless growth. I love you. See you next time.